What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Podcast. Tags Live, actually, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. This is episode 344. I'm your host, Steve V. Alongside, truly alongside, right side by side, Cody Maurice Doggett. Hello, darling. Oh, How are you? I'm doing really good. I took your line. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> Happy to have you. For those of you listening, uh, this is the live edition. We thank everybody watching us on the Get Vocal platform. We're here every Wednesday night. A little bit later, we're excited to bring on our very special guest, executive yes. producer, singer, recording artist, Jack Tracy to the show. We'll, he'll bring on in a little bit. Jack um, of all trades. Oh my God, I'm changing your name in my phone. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades? <laughs> yes. Yes, and we're gonna, that's so true. Yes. We're, oh, exactly. Um, you are in my studio here from, I'm so happy you're here, Yay. but you just moved in with Joe, your boyfriend, yeah. don't have Wi-Fi access yet. <laughs> yep. Real quickly, how did the move go? It was so long and so arduous. <laughs> and so I walked into his apartment and it looked like the swap meet. I thought that somebody was going to offer me the... The un, what's it called in that Sex in the City movie? The unforbidden unfor experience. I thought okay. somebody was going to offer me the forbidden experience. I was like, what is going on here? I don't know. So it took a really long time to move him. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah you told me on text yesterday that you had all the heavy stuff. I, but I packed my thing. Okay. Okay. Can I tell you a little secret? Yes. So I have these weights and they're. 90 pounds each weight so that's like now you're just bragging 180 pounds i bought them during the pandemic so that i could work out in the pandemic. do you actually lift them yes bitch. okay all right <laughs> I, don't, I don't know so i so i didn't want to put them all the weights in one box so i spread them out in all of my boxes and that's why all my boxes were so heavy and people were like damn this is heavy what is in this box and i, I couldn't tell them i couldn't bring myself to tell them that you learn so much box. when you move in with somebody uh, i cannot wait well all right we have got a great show like i said jack tracy's coming on board in a little bit we have so much to talk about you know he is here, Cody, with me in studio. Oh, yeah. And if you are a Patreon member, part of our Tags Sex Pause community, on Friday, it's time for a Tags After Show. We do two per month when you join our Patreon page. One of the perks you get, along with our Discord channel, along with Gay Erotica, on and on and on. The After Show is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. We already recorded it, and it's so juicy. I got so many things out of Cody uh, that, I don't that you're going to want to listen to this episode. It's really good. So, I might be a little ashamed of myself, just so you guys know. <laughs> you only get it, though, if you join our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. The episode will be out Friday, and it's guaranteed to be very juicy. I just reported recently the other day that we were a part of a top top 17 sex podcasts. And wouldn't you know it, March 1st came around and now we're part of Next Luxury. I like this one. Yeah. Nextluxury.com says that we're a part of the 15 best sex podcasts, sure to improve your performance. Hey. 
I I'll was, take it. Yeah, I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. But essentially, we came in at number seven. And on that, they said, this won't be for everyone. But if you swing towards your own gender, then this is the podcast for you. As the name suggests, Talk About Gay Sex is all about homoerotic love. Host Steve V and co-host Jeremy Ross Lopez, Lincoln, and they didn't mention you, but <laughs> wait a minute, Cody no. Maurice Doggett. I'm adding you in. They probably got this from I don't know what, but I'm gonna fight them. Um, is a weekly. <laughs> we have weekly guests as they break down all manner of topics related to gay sex. Recent episodes have seen the pod chat about erotic massage tips, does size matter, masturbation clubs, and sexting. The podcast is a safe space without judgment where anything goes and will put you at ease while listening. Thank you, Next Luxury. Really excited to be a part of that. That was really exciting. I feel like they should uh, do an amendment, a little edit there to put my name in there. I would appreciate it very much. <laughs> but thank you guys for mentioning us. Thank you. Exactly. Um, you know, the other day we were talking about craziest hookups ever. And that was that got a lot of attention. The funny thing about that, if you listen to Tag's podcast episode 343, mm -hmm. it was all stemmed from Carson Kressley on Celebrity Big Brother talking about one of the craziest hookups he's ever had when he brought home a guy. This is back in the 90s okay. in WeHo. And the guy turned out to be a like a, a wanted robber felon. Okay. And he, Carson made him a sandwich and didn't rob him. Okay. But he then found out later after the fact, because they posted a sign in the bathroom at the bar that okay. he went to. And sorry, not WeHo, Champs in it New York City. It was here in yeah. New York, yes. Sorry, New York City. Um, so I told my craziest hookup story, a couple of them that were mm -hmm. kind of crazy along the lines of Carson's. Mm -hmm. But my two co-hosts didn't get the homework assignment and ended up telling me their hottest, which I'm not mad at. I mean, a story is a story, a right? A story is a story. <laughs> I just find it funny how, like, how did crazy turn into hottest? One of them was hooking up with a, a hot version of Niles from Frasier that is a bodybuilder that had, like, a body of steel yes and you're talking about having sex on a rooftop in puerto vallarta from a stripper which was amazing and you know what lincoln <laughs> did i'm blaming lincoln because he told his story first and then i was like oh okay so we're just telling a wild story and i thought that was a very wild story so i thought the, the yeah, assignment was no. was was I thought I fulfilled the assignment. Listen, at the end of the day, it was really great storytelling. Yeah. And both of the stories I would want to live out. So yeah. I'm not mad at either of you. It's just funny that I don't know how we got from Carson's story and pivoted, but I'm all for it. Well, it did elicit a lot of people talking about their craziest story okay. or hottest story. I don't know. Yeah. One of ours, and I got permission to to share on our Discord channel, on our if you join our Patreon page, you get access to our Discord channel, where yes. during the week, you'll attest to this too, we kind of continue the conversation. We get into all kinds of conversations. It's been a lot of fun, at least for the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. I love it there. And one of our listeners, Jin, who's watching us right now, gave me permission hey, to share his craziest story. He said, today's episode was amazing. I love the crazy hookup segment. Here's mine. I was starting my experimenting with hooking up using Adam for Adam. Mm -hmm. I met this guy oh, well. in his 40s. I went over and he instantly grabbed me and started kissing me. 
Okay, sounds okay so far. Yeah. I was all about everything he was doing until he pulled out a rubber glove and told me to put it on and said, quote, I want you to reach all the way up and pump my heart with your hand. Wow. Can we just take a beat there? <laughs> I was shocked, Jen says, but seeing how I always like to try new things, I went for it. I remember my entire arm went inside of him. It was so weird for me then, but so hot at the same time. And just so you know how the Discord channel works, I went on saying, hashtag fisting. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, did you ever go back to him? I asked. And he said, of course. I've always been a horny motherfucker. I went back a couple of times. And this is the part that I think uh -huh. he said, I like, he liked using my cum as a face mask. Oh, hey, sounds, it's good for your pores, I think. <laughs> Jen always tells the best stories, though. Jen's a dirty motherfucker. That's what I said. Jen is a dirty motherfucker. I said that before. And I love it. And we love him. So thank you, Jen, for the story. I was trying to think of my craziest story. And I think I told it here before when I went to meet up with this guy and he, tried to record me yes. for his boyfriend. I think that's my craziest. Right. Thing. And but didn't ask you like ahead of time. He didn't ask me, oh no, it wasn't pre-approved or anything like that. I went there and he was like, oh my boyfriend's on the phone. Do you he didn't even tell me he had a boyfriend. Yeah. And those kinds of things are when you start playing with camera, it gets into a whole thing. Some people love being exhibitionists, others yeah. don't. It's yeah. a whole thing. I think, and for you, it went. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm very wary of being recorded anytime. Yeah. So unless lights, really camera, action. I mean, hello, hello, yeah. darling. Uh, I've had hair and makeup here today, so I'm okay right. with it right now. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we've got time for a couple hot topics. I'm so excited because these I really love. You guys know Colton Underwood, right? Well, who? Oh God. <laughs> Colton Underwood was a bachelor, just to get you guys up she to was? speed. He then came out as gay. Okay. And it was rumored, you reported on it too, I know, I that remember. he I was stalking the girl, the girl that he was interested at the time. Yes. They had already broken up. And so it was a whole thing. He then got a Netflix special on Netflix. On Netflix, like yes. documenting his coming out experience, mm -hmm. which we talked about on he this show. He needed a gay guide, and that gay guide was Gus Kenworthy. Yes, who we so, love. We love Gus. From the yes. Olympics. So the thing is now, Out.com did this whole timeline of Colton Underwood and his now fiance, Jordan C. Brown's relationship. Here's the timeline of how it all went down. They break it down, which I feel is hilarious in and of itself, because Out.com is, to me, throwing some shade without being obvious about it, Cody. Mm -hmm. okay. They go, after making waves last year with his public coming out, former football player and reality TV star Colton Underwood is officially set to tie the knot with his fiance, political strategist Jordan C. Brown. To celebrate the occasion, they went on to document the timeline. So, okay, remember he had that show. So let's go back to September 2021. Not Taking that long back. ago. Yeah. Vacationing in Hawaii. Months after publicly coming out, Colton Underwood and Brown were seen out and about together while vacationing in Hawaii. They're swapping kisses, PDA, but the two had yet to publicly talk about or confirm their relationship. Okay. 
So jump to December 1st of 20, not that long ago. Yesterday. They confirm <laughs> uh, in an interview with Us Magazine, you know, the authority of <laughs> Underwood officially confirmed his relationship with Brown, saying he came along at just the right time, talking about Brown, mm -hmm. to ease him into his life as an out gay man. Okay. So he's saying that he helped him come out. Ease out or ease in? Wait, what? Probably he's on out. He's on. He's on he's down. down. The road. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm in love. Fulton says I'm in a good position. He said at the time, everything as far as that goes has been pretty smooth. Okay. A few days later, December six. So December first, December six. Uh, Underwood publicly shared pictures of he and Brown on Colton's 39th birthday on Instagram. Happy birthday to my dog-loving family because they got a dog together. That happened. Jumped to just a few weeks later, January, a few couple of weeks ago, the two buy a $3 million home together in L.A. And it's like, you know, a palace, yes, of, course, of course. Or whatever gets you... Where you Whatever eat, gets eat you for three million in LA, which isn't a lot. Yeah, you know, I know <laughs> it's a lot, but it's not a lot. Yeah, it is compared yeah. to other places, but it looks pretty nice in the picture. Oh, for sure. I'm throwing a little shade here. <laughs> Jump to last month. Now, Underwood and Brown are officially engaged, and I'm extremely happy. 2021 was the most transformative year of my life, I'll say. He told the magazine, starting 2022 off with my best friend, teammate, and now fiance is something I never thought I was going to to be possible. Um, I ask you, Cody. What's the who, question, darling? So we wish them well. We do. I feel out.com is throwing a little bit of shade doing this timeline thing because it seems a little ridiculous <laughs> that like, wow, he barely came out from a reality show that was about heteronormative relationships. Mm -hmm. They buy a $3 million house. Now they're engaged. And I mean, good luck. But you took a while before you even moved in with Joe. It's true. And that was a big decision. It was a very big decision. And I'm, I mean, I'm happy with it now. But I thought long and hard before I came to that conclusion that that was something that I would be okay with in yeah. this time. I think that out.com is super shady for posting that the, the date stamps. That is, <laughs> I was, I was living for that. I was like, okay, the library is open and out.com is doing this nice subtle shade and I'm okay with it. I don't want to sound shady myself, but what's going to come out of my mouth is going to not be really that it's not going to be nice, but okay. the rest of the article when it continues is most likely going to lead. It's going to read March is the wedding and April is probably going to, in all likelihood, is going to be the divorce because <gasps> <laughs> you guys like you never heard that before. I love it. <laughs> I heard it in our pre-production meeting. But... <laughs> because this is literally the definition of a speed relationship. And I don't want to sound like I don't believe in romance or love at first sight, but this sounds to me, it seems to me like this is all for publicity. What do you think? Well, I agree only because... I think now this is Colton's brand. Okay. So when you get Us Magazine and People Magazine on board, and you know those two, honey, they're the epitome of celebrity gossip yeah. and putting things when you're really putting stuff out there. Colton's made his business model about a reality TV show and the controversy of coming out as gay yeah. a whole thing. 
cut to his Netflix reality show, which is great. And I'm all for good for him. Yeah. I think you have to keep the the model going and projecting forward. You so you can't stop now. Yeah. Now we got a $3 million house in LA. Oh, we got to pay. We got to get that paycheck going <laughs> here. And so we got to feed the stories. So we got to push the story forward. I just hope it works out for them because in general, Hollywood love affairs don't last as long as normal ones. I feel like you and our other co-host, Lincoln, who's engaged okay. and moved in yeah. with his... Love you know, and if I was to meet somebody too, I would hope you would give, like if I all of a sudden met somebody and then a couple months down, I'm like, oh, and I'm engaged and we're moving, he's moving in here. You would be like, bitch, what you thinking? I think the big, I think the big question is what's the hurry? Yeah. What is the hurry? It, and it's, uh, well, I think the hurry is, I mean, and I think you addressed it already, is that Colton is coming out with another reality show so so you need some so you need to feed the machine in order to uh, ramp up publicity for it and 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 if they're both on board with it yeah hey awesome i don't i mean yeah what are the people saying before we move on to uh, one more topic i don't know if we have time but go ahead well uh everybody is basically saying that teddy says mm, that guess what Guess what all these shows have in common? I'm not watching any of them. <laughs> Silas says that it's whack and that there's going to be a big old gay wedding next, and which I already said. Uh, oh, Teddy says that Colton did two seasons of The Bachelors. He knows that what he is doing. So he's yeah, a, she's, she's a prof she's, she's a professional. professional. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and everybody is just basically agreeing with us. He has a three million dollar cushion. Colton will be okay. Also, he monetizes very well. All right. I need sounds like I need to take a couple of classes from Teddy. I agree. <laughs> Should we get to this? Let's do that. Yes. Okay. We have a couple minutes before we bring on our special guest, Jack Tracy. Yes. I can't wait for that. But a recent Reddit thread asked the question about swapping nudes. Essentially, swapping nudes can be an everyday practice on Grindr, mm -hmm. on Tinder, and all that. This Reddit thread I follow, Ask Gay Men had a guy asking the question when a guy asks for your dick pic or nudes but you don't really want to send those pics do you apologize to him i've always said sorry the guy wrote i can't send you my dick pic nudes because i don't like sending my dick pic nudes to random people he went on and a lot of people said don't apologize for not wanting to send them and i <laughs> agree don't apologize at all i recently found myself in this situation a couple ways i had a former f buddy fuck but okay. not facebook <laughs> fb a former fb who was really hot is uh -huh. really still really hot mm -hmm. saw our show okay and wanted to rekindle something asked me when i'm going to be back in the la area and i said and it was really good sex y'all so i was kind of for it and we started to get into this whole thing well he wanted me he sent me his dick pics he sent me reminders i, I remember mm -hmm. and i could see he still looks good and we're talking like 10 years ago yeah i think we still look similar or good yeah. in each other's eyes he kept wanting me to send more and more. more and more. And if you know, if you're one of my friends, if you know anything about me, aside from when I love to be in our Discord channel or something, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not a big texter. I don't like to be on the phone that much. I don't like, I'm an in-person, 
live. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't really like to do that. I had to shut it down. I didn't say anything, but I stopped because I think he would have wanted me to continue to send more. And, and more. it gets me wondering, do you really even want to meet me? Yeah. Or some... is it all about this game of sending, sending, sending? Well, some people I think are picture collectors and I don't mind normally because I normally don't I don't care about, I love my body. I love to send out pictures. You should see my Instagram. People have stolen my Instagram. So, <laughs> and I think that I, you know, I don't care, some, but some people will collect pictures just so they have that in their, yeah. in their banks. Right. And I think it should be noted that I did not send any, any nude pictures or to my boyfriend that now. And I think I that's an interesting that. point. And you're moving in and, and moving I'm in here together. for it. At this time, we've got to bring on our special guest. Yes, Maybe we we'll get him to weigh in on this topic <laughs> too. Jack to Tracy, <laughs> join, grab a spot and join the conversation. You are our special guest. And here he comes. There she is. Uh, hello, hello, Run hello. Run for cover, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Looking great. Uh, is the, is I it love right? that hair. Space, we I got the hair, you? girl. We got the okay. hair. <laughs> we doing good. Let me read I'm your bio. I want everyone to see I still have it. Oh, man. Let me reintroduce you really quick, and we got to get into it. So much to talk about. Jack Tracy is the executive producer of Necessary Outlet Productions, an LGBTQIA plus NYC-based production studio behind the cult hit history web series. Can't wait to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I just binged it. And feature film Snowflake. Jack is also a recording artist who has recently launched an OnlyFans to House his Too Hot for YouTube music videos. Ooh. We're definitely talking about that. His oh, yeah. next single, Close, is due on March 17th with a music video to follow shortly thereafter. How you doing tonight, Jack? I'm like two Negronis deep, so. Yes. Oh, Wait, yes. what's your No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's so good. You're so amazing. I, I'm glad you decide to come on and come chat with us this evening. Well, you know, the reason we really initially wanted you on the show was because you produced another single out with Cody. Right. And it's at, you, you can get this on applemusic.com. I love the song. Not right, bitch. But... I thought you were going to invite me on because at the same time Cody was meeting his current boyfriend, he was railing me in Long Island City. Oh, my God. My boyfriend is in Oh, you're room. jumping to the next base. It wasn't the same time. It oh, wasn't the oh. same time. Oh, I, I met you first. Him nudes. And then I, I met him. You know so. what's really interesting about that, Jack, is that the song you guys recorded, Girl, if what's if it? Your girl only if your knew. girl only It's a knew. remake of an Aaliyah song. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, rest in peace. Oh, empower. Love. Um, how did you two meet? Okay, <laughs> dead silence. Go ahead. Did you oh, just meet like a, who wants to take it? <laughs> We metal. I think this somebody is, took it. I think the point is you. somebody took it. I took it a couple times. Uh, I yeah, met him on Scruff. He was hot. I was in a phase oh, of like, uh, so I was right out of a breakup. I think I had also gotten laid off. Things were rough, and I was in a real phase of like, how about I not have any feelings and you rail me? 
Uh, so oh, do you know I what you did to over. him? <laughs> do you have any idea what you did to him, Cody? He, this is he, not how I thought you this was. Yeah, you out. never know where someone's at when you rail them. No, no. So he came over, and it turned out we had a ton in common, especially music, yes. and a weird affinity for Star Trek that we both have. I live for Star Trek. I so, literally... Cody, this is for you. This is Thank Picard's you. Resican flute. Shut up! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, anyway, so... We can, we can veer off. Are you talking, talk Jack, about, about that after getting railed when, when you have... When you realize, you look over to the next person, and it's like, do I want to have a little bit of conversation with this person? And... Well, you do you have had, something in common? We had talked about like that we were going to actually go out for drinks. I didn't know if we called it a date, but we were going to actually like have a social component. A date, and yeah. he wanted to do that first and then go to bed. And I said, I just know what the dick looks like first. So uh, <laughs> we did that first. And then we got drinks down the street. And that's when it was like, oh my God, we have all these common interests. And then he came over another time and we just, uh, we, we didn't have sex. We just watched music videos yes. because we both had the same music taste. Exactly. And just had a really, really great time. And uh, we kind of fell out of touch just Cody. Cody met his current partner. Thank and you. I got, re- got in touch with him again because I remember he was a singer and asked if he wanted to collaborate on some new projects that I had. And there we go. You know, one of my favorite things, Jack, is the word collaborate, collaboration. I think it's some of my friends that I've slept with, or not, I've collaborated. It's just my favorite thing to collaborate. It's like minds. And you had a great question that you wanted to ask him about. Oh yeah, for sure. I was wondering, <laughs> the, narcissist in, the narcissist in me wants to know what it was like to work with me as a, as a collaborator. And <laughs> first, before we Uh-oh. go into the next question. Be careful what you ask for. I know, he's gonna be brutally honest. I oh, love so the song. I love the, the song. Booth, or are you looking for like sexual performance? <laughs> That's the after show that we're talking about afterwards. But no, right, I might leave. No. So the real question that I want to ask is: I know that you, because you invited me to be a part of it, you created this collective of queer artists called Fam. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? How did you come up with that idea? What did you hope to achieve with that? Right. So. It's technically not called, the name of it is, we don't know what the name of We're it is because it, yeah. everyone is fighting each other and what the name should be. And I don't care what it's called. But basically <laughs> I started doing music and, you know, I think my power as a, as an artist, as a recording artist really comes from performing. Uh, I think there are a lot mm-hmm. of people out there who are really great in the studio, but you get them up on stage and they just sort of have like deer in the heads like lights look or they wear sunglasses and they just kind of hide. And like, I'm giving you full Janet Jackson production. Yes, so yes, it's true. I really wanted to get on stage and the opportunities for a non-drag LGBTQ music artist were few and far between. The gay bars didn't want us, the gay clubs didn't want us. Um, you could beg a friendly drag queen to stick you as a tip spot in the show, maybe. The straight bars don't want us. The straight concert venues want one of us to be able to say, oh, we got a gay. But it just didn't exist. And I think post-pandemic, I got in this real, like, hustle mode and was just like, fuck this. If if there aren't opportunities, I'm going to make them. So uh, we power numbers. We, like, got a whole bunch of artists together. We sat down and we were like, okay, who do you know where? Who do you know where? Do you know a photographer? Do you know, who do you mix with? Who's your mastering engineer? And we just shared all of our background dancers. We just shared all of our resources. And then I really took that and just started 
bugging people until they would give me a night. So now starting this month, I'm launching the circuit of New York City nightlife queer musician showcases. We have FAM on March 17th at uh, Stonewall. We've got Bait at uh, Rock Bar on March 31st. And we've got Just the Tips at Rosemont on March 26th. I will be at that one. Excellent. So we've got like three (laughs) rotating monthly parties and we're working on a Queens one too. So we're here. We're here to do it. Yes, I love it. You know, when you go to your website, you seem like the hardest working producer motherfucker around. You have so much original content. I love it. I love your music. I love your style of music because I love R&B. I love soul. I love dance music. I'm a Janet Jackson fan. Um, But I have to ask you, what was one of the questions that we were wanting to ask him about his work? What are your, how did you get your inspirations? Where do you, where do you drive your inspirations from? Draw your inspirations from? So <laughs> as a, as a disciple of Janet, I strongly believe in writing from uh, your personal, ex- drawing from your personal experiences, because even if you're super specific about it, mm-hmm. the authenticity resonates with people, even if the specific experience isn't the same. I think the more general you you try to write or the more general you, you like want to hit, you want to cross over and hit a whole bunch of audiences, mm-hmm. the more bland it is yeah. mm-hmm. and less less relatable. So I just, I just mine from my own personal experiences and put, I mean, from the scripts to the music, uh, my podcast, Dying Alone Together, which Cody has been which on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where we talk about sex and all of that. Uh, I just, I just try to come, you know, I'm, I'm an open book. So. Well, speaking of open book, you are doing this thing that I think is genius. You'll come out with the music video and then you'll have the only fans version of it. I think this is so genius because there was a time when MTV, you'd watch a music video and you could see them on TV and you can still do that. I watched one of your videos and then you craftily put over to get the whole thing. And I was wondering, is he eating his ass? What's going on? Is Jack getting his ass eaten under there? You have to go to the OnlyFans to how far do you go? And how did you think of that ingenious usage of OnlyFans? Okay, so 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 basically what I'm doing is I'm number one goal is evade YouTube censorship of gay content. So I I aware of it. <laughs> right. I made a video called, my last video that had no uncensored, censored split was called The Feels. And it was my most watched video, but it has a lot of sort of sexual content. Nothing X-rated, something that would right. be on MTV, but it's it's pretty sensual and it's two men. And um, it started off being my most watched music video. I was getting like, you know, 500 views a day, which for me was big because I don't have a big following. And it was just like, oh my goodness, like this is really taking off. And then suddenly mm-hmm. and you can see it in analytics, nothing. Two, two likes or two watches a day. And you just saw, oh, they just turned it off because it was, you know, racy content. Breaking their whatever, yeah. Right. So that was like, well, fuck this. Because there were people out there who want to see this. And I need to put something on YouTube that YouTube won't, you know, block. But I don't want to, I don't want to generate my art 
based on what YouTube thinks is acceptable because I'm very much a queer musician who wants to do queer shit. So I, I do a video version. I do my video and then any scene that I think could possibly get me demonetized or whatever, I put a little blur over that says, if you want to see the whole thing, you got to come to the OnlyFans. And then on the OnlyFans is where I have the uncensored music videos. How far do they go? Uh, there's no full frontal yet. Uh, we're not there yet. I am a lawyer in my daytime, so I do have to walk a line here. Um, so it's it, it's a lot of my butt. It's a lot of it's a lot of simulated sex. So okay. that's mainly I, what it is. Yeah, I've been in a video. I know how far you go <laughs> and how far you don't go. So right. Yeah. And no shame to anybody who's an adult entertainer out there and all that. I can. Oh no, one hundred percent. It's just I have to be there. careful about my my money gig. Well, we have to talk about your hit web series. And it is a hit in this because I looked at it. I did not know about it. You're on season three currently. I binged yesterday all six episodes of season one trying to prep for this interview. Had to skip season two, which I'm going to go back. I'm on episode three of the current history um current season i'm obsessed with season three right now where did the inspiration come from because it's a jamie main character going it's it gets dark you cover a lot of dark heavy conversations but a lot of r real situations that we all deal with when we're in relationships right so so history was born it was really the first creative project i did professionally I was going through a really bad breakup that is, you know, very, the season one is very much based on. And at the time, I was sort of having to find a new home, rebuild my friend groups. It felt like I was just moving to New York all over again and having to start from scratch. Okay. And I thought it was compelling. So I made a whole bunch, I wrote a whole bunch of scripts really based on, I was like living it as I was writing it. And then I took a step away went back to them and was really like, oh, okay, these are more like angry diaries. Let's like make them into something <laughs> a little, a little more, a little less just me being angry about things. And then- You I were pretty angry in season one, I have to <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I really liked you in season three. <laughs> so history is, so it's all based on my personal experiences, loosely based. There's some things that are very close to home. There are some things that are dramatized, but it's basically, um, I wanted, I hated the show Looking, and I wanted to make my version of looking where the characters actually like are likable and like each other um, <laughs> and takes place in New York. Um, the thing that makes it different, and the reason it's called history, is you see Jamie's um, uh, current day dating, friendship, sex, and you see flashbacks to earlier periods in his life, his history, to sort of give the audience an idea of why he's making certain choices, why are we... So in season one, it was like bad former relationship. How is that infecting how he's making decisions today? Season two, the flashbacks are things that happens between season one and season two. Things are very okay. different and you don't know why. And you're seeing what happens between the seasons. And then season three is flashbacks to childhood to see how, how you're raised and your relationship with your parents can affect Ooh. how you make relationships today. Oh, and Child Season 3 opens up with amazing. dealing with your childhood, which I think many of us gay men, we talk about it on the show all the time. Sometimes you have to look back on what went on in your childhood to know how you can progress forward. But Season 3 does not, I mean, you're talking 
sexually about three ways. Pretty much everyone is booed up. Your friends, you, everyone has a boyfriend in the new season. You're talking about three ways, like I just said. Moving in together, which I know you can relate to. I know, right? Honesty and cheating, insecurities within relationships, body image. Um, that's a lot to write. How do you approach writing these episodes? And is a lot of this based on, like, are you in a relationship right now? No, thank God, no. Um, <laughs> he's single, y'all. <laughs> yes, he's very single and mingling. Um, I so so. See how I got that out of him. I know, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. You didn't have to drag that out of me. It's uh, almost rough. Everybody knows. Um, there's this great line in. There's this great line. I don't know if you know this movie. It's super obscure. I think it was called Head of State. It was like Chris Rock becomes the president or like runs for president. Okay, I've seen it. Do you remember this? And yeah. so he at the very beginning he's about to break up or his his fiance is breaking up with him and he says are you sleeping with someone else and she whips around she goes i'm sleeping with everyone else <laughs> that's how i feel so um uh, okay so the question was about history and about writing it so usually i like every episode has to be a complete episode so that it's got your beginning middle and end and it's not there isn't an episode that just sort of bridges two things like every episode is complete but it's all piece of sort of a six episode arc so that if you watch the whole thing you get a nice big payoff mm -hmm. i usually know the very first scene and the very last scene oh. and then it's a matter of like okay how do we get from there to there using like my personal stories and, and you know generally what i want to talk about and then it's a really i really like to pay back a careful viewer with callbacks like okay. I want you to see an episode four that, oh wait, he said that in two. Oh, that's why, like I like to bake in those sort of connections. Mm -hmm. And I think with season three, which is I think is the best thing I've ever done so far. With season three, I get, you, you can watch in analytics how people are watching the episodes. And usually when you get to episode three or four, yeah, like everybody just finishes it. Oh, it's a flat line, oh, yes. Something happens oh. and you're like, oh shit, I need to know how this ends. Yeah. And so I don't get any comments on episodes four and five because people are just watching. And then episode six, it's like, I was bawling these last few episodes. How dare you? Like, compliments, but like, then I, then I got them. <laughs> I'm ha well, that's good to know because I'm halfway through. I'm, I just wrapped season three with, or episode three. Yeah. And I love it so much. And it I really cannot goes. wait. I'm like kicking him out early to binge the rest of it. Because I love it so much. So That's it's fine. really I'll watch good. it on my own. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk a little bit about your upcoming album, uh, your upcoming single, I apologize, right. Closer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And when's it coming out? Tell it's us good. all about it. It's yeah, good. you gave us a little sprinkle preview. You gave us a preview and it was, I enjoyed every every minute of it. Oh, thank you very much. So Close comes out March 17th. Uh, you can do the pre-save in my Instagram bio right now. My Instagram is Jack Tracy Official, T-A-R-A-C-Y, no E, Jack Tracy Official. You can pre-save it now. So March 17th, it'll be out everywhere, streaming. The video we're filming next week, so I expect okay. that's probably like early April. With my um, time, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think the song is sort of um the, the sound of it is really like it's two janet songs combined it's kind of got till it's oh. gone and that's the way oh. love goes it's good no wonder i loved it when I you know, were playing right? it those are right. two of my it's favorite a, janet songs it's a it's a groovy mid-tempo it's about a relationship that isn't working 
and but the sexual chemistry is still there and so the couple just keeps going back to that because that's what works and nothing else is working so it's kind of like the end days of a relationship um the video is going to be about something different and i don't want to talk about it yet because i think the song has a double meaning uh but so stay tuned for that it's going to be quite um my other videos have warnings for non not suitable for work this video will have a trigger warning because we deal with something heavy oh oh i can't wait for i'm this. excited now yeah. yeah like i said i don't know if you heard me but i'm gonna say it again i don't know what my call time is so <laughs> <laughs> hey I, it, actually what i would if you're if you're interested i actually need people uh, next week, we're also filming, and this is the first time I've talked about this because you're not going to see this for a long time, but I'm starting a brand new web series uh, called Danny Will Die Alone. Okay. And it's as if Samantha Jones was a gay man uh, uh, in Fleabag, but with 30 Rock comedy. Perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. I, all of that, all those were my buzzwords. So I appreciate right. that. So, I'm so we're filming two episodes of that next week. Okay. John, I have to ask you though, this has got to feel like a great time to produce music as a queer artist. Um, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, we always loved our Janets, Madonnas, and I feel like queer artists, they just got pushed on the back burner a little bit. Now there's artists like Bright Light, Bright Light, John Duff, Little Nas X, Jack Tracy, that are really pushing the boundaries, pushing the boundaries of sexuality and putting it out there. You, I mean, you freaking do it on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like now to be an artist now in 2022, putting your music out there? So, you know, I don't really have anything, I don't have anything to compare it to because it's not like that I was, the, I wasn't doing this before I was 35. So I wasn't like, locked up in some recording contract where I had to pretend to be whatever. Like, I, I don't really know truly what it was like before. For me, honestly, with all of the ways that you can get, you don't need a label anymore. Yeah, you don't need, you can, I can put anything I want up on Spotify. Now, then it becomes, how do you get noticed? And you have to be, ev like, you have to be everything. You have to be your marketer. You have to be your manager. You have to be- But you are, you have a podcast. You have a production company. You're on, on our podcast. Right. So it, it, it's, it's a hustle. And that is a whole other skill than being an artist. And not everybody has and can do that. Um, so, so for me, it was just like, you know, I, I, I'm fortunate to make a living elsewhere that if that's what I have to do for the rest of my life, great, I enjoy it. Uh, I would love to transition to art full time. But with that comfortability, and the fact that I do everything and control everything, I don't got to take anybody's fucking opinions. So yeah. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And yeah. hopefully people like it. And if you don't, sorry. I just, I'm just going to do what I want to do. It's not worth it. Sorry, to, not I'm, not, sorry. I'm not trying to please anybody. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay, Wonderful. some fun questions to round this out before okay. we bring him into our favorite topic. Okay. And we hope you'll play along. I'm a little scared, I think. Um, <laughs> since you are single right now, and you do say on your show that you're primarily a verse bottom, mm -hmm. um, what's your... What are you looking for? Uh, a seven and a half to nine and like fairly girthy. Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so it's... I mean, you sound I'm, like my twin. <laughs> I, am, I am a serial monogamist. I have been in three five-year relationships with like a year between. Um, lived with all of them. That's my speed. I know, like, 
and this is no judgment to anybody who does it different, but I've never had like a six month boyfriend or a nine month boyfriend. I won't use that word until I really feel like, oh, this is like, we're going to be in this for a while. Like yeah, this yeah. is, so I, I don't use that word loosely. And so I'll date someone for a while. If it doesn't, you know, have legs, they never reach boyfriend status. I, I you know, talk to them and we move or on to the next third thing. leg, as, as you so <laughs> right. adequately put it. Our so, next and, okay, go ahead. And I'm very happy right now i've got a dog i've got a lovely apartment i've got a career i love i've got art uh so this really just has to be an addition that brings even more happy and, and joy um i'm not if this is it i'm great like it doesn't i don't have like a great desire i don't need to be with someone yeah. i want to be with someone if they just add even more joy and for me that is i don't want i want exactly zero children and I need to have, there needs to be that little slow simmer of just sexual, I need to be able to look at you across the room and I, you need to be able to look at me and be like, oh, we're going home and doing this. But I need, <laughs> I need sexy text during work. Jen, are you listening? <laughs> Uh, you're putting it out there in the universe, and I think it's it's coming your way. I feel, so I feel I'm assuming you. that you're not a lot like your character, Jamie. Jamie is a heightened version of me. Jamie is definitely more neurotic. He has a lot more hangups. Um, in season two, we I play him much more oblivious to what's going on around him. Because uh, in season one, he's very much the protagonist and in season two i very much made him the villain so um which i gotta watch i'm gonna go back and watch that yeah right jamie's the bad guy in season two. Oh, I yeah love it. i have to catch up I oh it's to... so good <laughs> i can't it's wait it's so good yeah. i cannot grab wait oh grab your People tissues for the end of season three grab them tissues I'm... I'm a crier. I, I know you know, but I'm a crier. <laughs> Jack, I hope you'll stay around to our favorite segment that we produce every week. It's called Thirst Trap Thursday when this drops. And we take it from straight up gay porn. And we ask the question every week that straight up gay porn puts out. This week, it happens to be how many porn stars? It is. 13. Thank you. Who took the best photo or video? We put it in your feed right now, if you're watching this right now. And because we're an audio podcast, for the most part, it's your job to descriptively describe to the listening audience on why they got the best from you. Beautiful. So I don't know if you had a chance to. I already know my favorite one. It's from Tate Hansen, who goes by <laughs> they, them, because I have a whole thing. <laughs> Cody and I are watching it right now. A whole thing, I assume. So I, the audio, you can't hear the audio, but it's playing we're in listening our to it right now. And I it's have a, a while. So let me extract. Tate Hansen <laughs> is getting fucked by a fuck. And I am obsessed with fuck machines. Sometimes I look them up for my gay porn and they're the next best thing to getting fucked. And sometimes probably even better. This guy is on all fours and you can speed up the fuck machine. So essentially if you're the getting, if you're getting, <laughs> you, you know, I you have the bed makes noise. I was just say, Jack, do you have anything you want to say about this? I'm so obsessed with this video because I think, you get to choose. You know how when you're getting fucked by somebody, Jack. And... I, I, I have a fuck machine. Jack has a fuck machine. Okay, so oh my god. Okay, <laughs> I want. Okay, how much do you love it? Um. Well, I haven't used it in a long time. I got it at the start of the pandemic. 
because we were still washing our mail and I didn't know how long it was going to be till I got fucked again. So I bought one. His name is Brian and he's lovely. <laughs> Can you change the speed of the rhythm? The rhythm speed is going to get attachment. you. Okay, now. See, that's why. I mean, okay, of course Jen has something it's to say. I can't read it, but what does Jen have to say? <laughs> it's very say. different. The sensation is, it's good, but it's different. Didn't Keaton have something to say? Yeah. <laughs> read those so, and keaton has to say uh I he i have to agree with you guys fuck machines get me going go looking into uh to into the handy i have one and they are amazing um and then jim teddy have okay so now my, we're on to our votes yes. um so that was my vote what, who are jen's votes let jack, let jack go jack, next yeah. yes jack you go next you're our guest all right so looking at all of these so i I am not a, so, I'm a, so I'm not provoked. A, I'm not a visual person. I have never seen anybody in any level of physical fitness and like been like gaga over them. I don't follow any thirst accounts. I don't care about that. I care about convert like are we are we having a good dialogue? Am I getting excited by like how funny and witty and whatever you are? So like Wait a minute like now. none of these Hold up, like all None of these people will talk to me. And I'm also not They would talk to, to you. They would talk they to would, you. Definitely. I'm I'm not attracted to anybody who does not want to fuck me. And none of these people will want to fuck me except I think I could probably get Mitch Matthews. Oh my god. Let's That's an interesting way of looking at it. That's interesting. Yeah. The rest of just... these guys, these the one, they're all children. And two, they're not like they're not gonna talk to me. They they have no interest in me. Mitch Matthews, I we could probably we would probably how, But is that the game, Cody? <laughs> I, I don't think it is. <laughs> I think you're playing a different game. <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, but he's cute. Uh, so I we had a segment the other day and it was uh do you reach out to just anybody? Uh, do you reach out to guys that are hotter than you oh, right. on Scruff or Grinder? And I said, you should cast your net wide because yeah. you never know who's going to. And who, who's to determine who thinks you're hot exactly. or not. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Right. Um, so I have to disagree with you. I think I can pull any of these motherfuckers on here. All right. <laughs> you have substantially more abdom visible abdominals than I have. Uh, so. uh, not not today, I don't. <laughs> Before you go, Cody, Jin says that I'm all about Mitch. I want to see how much of that dick can go down my throat. Jin, I thought you were a top. His throat. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Come on now. <laughs> Keaton goes, I have to agree with you guys. Fuck machines get me going. Uh, what is the same? Uh, oh, you read it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. And Ty Santana, did you read that one? I did not. No. Teddy says, Ty Santana is, uh, is freestanding cock. James says, Daniel Montoyo is, my, is all mine. Uh, who Tony else? Goodfellow, please says Daddy two three four, and I'm like I'm interested in knowing who Daddy two three four is now. Now I got I have to know. Um, and Jin says he <laughs> loves sex. I I do it all. Jin, we so. know you do. I <laughs> <laughs> Jin's like our um, like our other co-host over there that just does everything. Him and Teddy are our our second and third co-hosts over there. This screen. is my pick right oh here. My goodness, Debbie is my pick. You can't even see his penis. 
but he is beautiful. Oh my and, God. And he's taking a mirror selfie, and the bottom of it is fogged up, which I think is very artistic. I'm pouring you a drink because that's really hot. Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but his face and his body are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And you can see he has an iPhone, the current one, because it has <laughs> yeah. three. So it wasn't taken last year, y'all. <laughs> That's it like a like test he, of... It looks like he shaved his pubes, and I can't do that. Oh, come because on. Because you don't have Dad. time, or you don't like it? I don't, like, it's... You're too it's busy like, making another video, track. <laughs> no, the, 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 no, you, you're a man. Have pubic hair. Come on. I. You know what? I don't mind it. I'm not no, going to throw no. him out of bed. Nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All yes. right. This has been so much fun, Jack. How can people follow you? What's the best way to follow you, Jack, to get the latest single? Is your your Instagram or go to your website? Instagram. Everything is connected through the Instagram. Uh, Jack Tracy Official, T-R-A-C-Y. The link in my bio is a link tree that literally has everything. So you can send me a tip. You can follow me on OnlyFans. You can follow me on Spotify. You can listen to my podcast, Dying Alone Together. Yes. You can go to the YouTube channel, listen watch all the shows. Episodes. I'll post the, all of this on tagspodcast.com when this comes out tomorrow morning. But real quickly, you got like 10 seconds. Describe mm -hmm. what Snowflake is. Uh, political drama about a Trump-like election that impacts a diverse group of gay people and their friendships. Oh. It's a movie, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Fabulous. sounds really good, and you can get that on Vimeo, right? You can yes, awesome. I I want to watch that because it sounds really riveting. We can watch it together. Let's watch it. Okay. All right, we want to thank Jack. Thank you thank so you, much, Jack. I love what you're All doing. Right. I'll uh, see you soon. Don't worry. Okay? Yes. <laughs> oh, and if you're in New York City, I'll be at the Q tomorrow night judging Lady Liberty. Okay. Send us updates. We'll post them on Tags Podcast. Thank you so much, Jack Tracy. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Yes, absolutely. So much fun. Yes. Always. Always. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy moving in. Thank you. Do not forget, though, that our after show, if you join our Patreon page, it's coming out Friday. It's Cody and I are on the after show. It's really juicy. It's a really oh, good one. Goodness. You only get it if you join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast and in the meantime continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex thanks guys yes. so much fun